0: Arjun opened his eyes. He was standing in the middle of nowhere. He felt light and empty. It was completely blank all around him. He was in the purgatory. He had no idea what had happened to him. He started walking ahead even though there was no place to go. Soon he realized he was holding a radio in his left hand. He pushed the play button.
1: Mariana looked out of the window of her hotel room. It was almost dark. The sun was about to set. She could see the ocean from her window. The Star Heart Hotel has an amazing view of the ocean. Kids were playing on the beach. A teardrop rolled down her right cheek. Rodrigo had just woken up from an afternoon nap. He noticed it. Que pasa, mi amor? He asked even though he knew exactly what was wrong.
2: Nada, just tired.
0: Have you taken your medicine?
2: Stop trying to speak English. You sound dumb.
0: Vale, solo hablar en español. He understood she didn't want to
1: talk about it again. He would take her out on a walk, but he was tired of everyone asking them, Are you Russian? Maybe they were the only Mexicans who had come to visit Coa on a vacation. The vacation was much needed though. Two weeks ago, Mariana went through a miscarriage. They wanted a kid really bad, and now there's an empty nursery waiting for them in their house in Mexico.
2: Let's go out.
1: Rodrigo nodded, even though he really didn't want to. As they stepped out of their room, they saw a little girl sitting on the floor near a door down the hall. She was crying, and her face was hidden behind her knees. That's Mr. Singh's daughter, she thought and walked to her and tapped on the little girl's shoulder. All she could think about was, if I had a little girl like that, I'd never let her cry. The girl directly looked into Mariana's eyes. She didn't notice anyone else anymore. And then the kid grabbed her hand and stood up and started pulling her into her room. Mariana let her. Rodrigo smiled, looking at what was happening the moment, Mariana looked at what was inside the room. She gasped in fear.
2: Rodrigo, come here.
1: Mariana mumbled. Rodrigo walked across the hall and looked into the room. Mariana grabbed his hand. The little girl fainted. Rodrigo's eyes widened. There was a dead body hanging from the ceiling fan. The hands of the body were cut off and used to decorate the pillow. The cops arrived 30 minutes later after the body was discovered. They were called by the hotel manager. Mariana and Rodrigo were asked to stay put in their room. They were being considered as suspects now. Mr. Singh, the victim, was a big shot in the jewellery industry. He used to deal rare diamonds to branded stores and sometimes to people he considered clients. You could hear the cops' siren blurring even if you wear headphones at this point.
2: What have we gotten ourselves into, Rodrigo?
1: Someone rang the doorbell even before he could answer. Rodrigo opened the door thinking it was a cop. It was actually the woman who was staying in the room down the hall opposite to the room which is now a crime scene.
3: The cops told me to wait here. They'll question all of us once they've gathered all the suspects. Can I come in? Yeah, sure.
2: Come on in. Hi,
3: amana. I'm from New Jersey.
2: What about you guys? I am Mariana and this is my husband, Rodrigo. We are from Mexico. How is the situation outside?
1: Anna sat on the bed next to Mariana.
2: It's awful. The poor
3: girl hasn't even spoken a word yet. She's still in shock.
2: That's not good. She might have a lot to tell. She was the one who discovered the body. Maybe she had seen what happened too. That is
3: possible. You know I overheard one of the cops say that none of his possessions were taken? Which makes this homicide look more like a hate crime.
1: Rodrigo tried his best to understand all the English he was hearing. And American accent made it even harder for him to translate from English to Spanish in his mind. Soon Anna and Mariana started talking about Koa. Both came here for the same reason. It's beautiful and it's cheap. And there they were. Three non-Russian foreigners in a room. Prime suspects. An in hopefully Indian murder. Someone rang the doorbell it was a constable. The constable asked them to follow him. The constable led them to a conference hall upstairs, which was probably designed for weddings. Three tables were set in a straight line to make one big table. Three cops, one inspector and two constables were sitting on the right side of the table and the other suspects were sitting on the left. The other suspects were the concierge, a janitor and a Bengali lady. She was staying in the room opposite to Rodrigo and Mariana. This was when they realised the foreigners were kept away from the Indian crowd till then on purpose. The inspector looked at them and said, Have a seat. He gestured his hands towards the seats in the suspect room. The three of them found it a little bit weird but they sat down across the table with other suspects.
0: Hello, I am Inspector Bunzel. As you know, there's been a gruesome murder and you all are the suspects. Now one by one, you're going to tell me about yourself and how you know the victim. We're already done with the janitor. His alibi checks out. The inspector looked at the janitor. You may leave for now, but do not leave the hotel premises. The janitor left. Let's start with you, Mr. Concierge.
4: Hi, Uh, I am Navin Sharma. I am most probably the last person to see Mr. Singh Life. Uh, he had ordered fried rice, curry uh, and chicken. Mm. It was a meal for two and I was the person who delivered it to his room. Uh, it was around 1 pm. Mm. That's all.
0: And do you have an alibi?
4: I do have. Delivering his food uh, took me hardly two minutes. After that, I went directly to the kitchen. Uh, You can check this CCTV footage if you want.
0: Why did you deliver his food though? You are a concierge, right? Isn't that something servers do?
4: Uh, Yes, uh, in some hotels. But in hours, uh, the concierges tag along most of the time to speak to the guests.
1: There was a lot going on in the inspector's mind right now. That he couldn't speak out loud. The CCTV cameras of the entire hotel were shut off since the past two days. No one was told about it and the forensic team told him that the time of death was around 3 pm. So if the concierge was speaking the truth, he couldn't have done it. The inspector looked at the Bengali lady now.
0: Your turn ma'am.
2: Huh? I mean yes, I am not anywhere. I knew Mr. Singh. He and his daughter were very friendly. He'd come here in Goa with his daughter for a vacation while his wife was out on a business trip. Have you informed Lalita? I mean his wife? Will she be here too?
1: Pansil squinted his eyes. Looks like our victim had fed lies to his neighbors. He wasn't married to Lalita anymore. She divorced him three months ago. Why would he lie? To get women into bed?
0: There are a lot of women who find married men attractive. Didn't you come here on your honeymoon? Where's your husband?
2: He left me on the first night of honeymoon. My dad had paid for this whole trip. So I figured why not stay? I'm free now.
0: And when did he leave? Two days ago. And how do you know the victim?
2: Mr. Singh? We met near the hotel. He was very friendly. And he told me that he and his daughter had been here over a week now. He said if I wanted, then he could show me places in Goa.
0: Did you see him today?
2: Um, no.
0: Why did she hesitate, Punzel thought. Are you sure?
2: Yes, I am.
1: This time, she had a weird convincing stability in her voice. Inspector looked towards the foreigners now.
0: Miss Anna, is it?
3: Anna Williams, yes. I didn't know Mr. Singh. He and I checked into this hotel on the same day. Our rooms were opposite to each other so we crossed paths quite often. He was really friendly.
0: When was the first time you spoke to him?
3: The day I checked into this hotel his daughter wanted to click a picture with me. And he asked me if I was okay with it. I was okay with it. Cause this is not the first time somebody asked to click a picture with me ever since I landed in India.
0: Did you see or speak to him today?
3: I did not! I was out all night yesterday, and I was really tired. I didn't even wake up until I heard the sirens from the cop cars.
0: Have you been to India before?
3: No. And I don't think I'm ever gonna come back either. Where's Mr. Singh's daughter, by the way? Is she okay?
0: She's with us. Her condition is improving.
3: I really hope the girl's okay. She's been through a lot. I mean, he was really abusive towards her.
0: Abusive, as in?
3: seen him be her multiple times.
1: This was really shocking to hear. On the other hand, her condition was getting worse. She still hadn't spoken a word. She'll be brought here when she's stable to check if she can identify the culprit. Now, Inspector Bunzel looked at Mariana and Rodrigo, giving them the signal to speak.
2: I am Mariana, and this is my husband, Rodrigo. We are from Mexico. My husband doesn't speak English. He is monolingual. We have been here for six days and today is our last day. Our flight is in less than three hours. So I really hope you guys can solve this case soon.
0: Mariana smiles awkwardly. And how did you know Mr. Singh?
2: We didn't know him actually. I noticed him quite a few times from a distance but I never really spoke to him. Rodrigo and I... Are battling through depression I recently had a miscarriage we didn't speak to anyone and kept to ourselves we were just about to go for a walk when we saw mr. Singh's daughter crying in the hallway and then she took us to the room this trip was supposed to be a spiritual retreat and it is turning out to be our worst nightmare
0: I am really sorry for your loss
1: Suddenly his phone rang. The kid is speaking now. Do you want us to bring her in? Someone said from the other side. Bring her in, said Bansu, with a smile on his face. The door that was at the far end of the conference hall opened and a lady constable came in with the kid holding her hand.
0: Come here. Sit down. Good. Now tell me, what is your name?
2: Misha Singh.
0: Where were you in the afternoon, Misha?
2: I was in auntie's room.
0: She pointed
1: at Nalini. Nalini's eyes widened and her pulse rose. She started looking distressed.
0: What were you doing?
2: I was watching TV alone.
0: Alone? Where was auntie?
2: In dad's room. She was there the whole afternoon.
0: Bansal looked at Nalini. What are you hiding? You had an affair with him, didn't you?
2: It was not an affair, okay? I love that man. I'm sorry that I lied. I'll tell you everything.
0: You really did your best pretending you did not know Mr. Singh. Now speak up.
1: Nalini woke up feeling drenched and then she realized she was lying unconscious in a bathtub. She struggled but got out of there.
2: How did I end up here?
1: She thought. Her head felt dizzy, and she started getting flashbacks standing in the washroom of Mr. Singh's room. She remembered she had passed out on Mr. Singh's bed. She prefers to call him Arjun though. They have known each other since college. Both of them were very good friends. Nalini always had a thing for Arjun, but Arjun was with Lalitha. Nalini was heartbroken when he got married to Lalitha right after college. She attended his wedding though. She went two hours prior to the event. While everyone was getting ready, she knocked on the door of his room.
0: Who is it?
2: It's me, Nalini.
0: Nalini? What are you doing here so early? Arjun opened the door and looked at Nalini.
1: She looked beautiful. This may have been the first time he actually noticed her and was so close with her. She was wearing a black sari and Arjun was wearing his wedding sherwani.
2: I came here to see you.
1: Nalini entered the room and closed the door. Arjun looked really confused. Nalini walked closer to him and kissed him. Arjun stopped her and pulled her ear closer to his mouth and whispered, Nalini, what are you doing?
2: It's okay. Nobody has to know. You're not married yet, right?
1: Nalini said, with a smile as she ran her hand through Arjun's hair. All Arjun could think about was how good she smells and how hot she looks. He forgot about everything else for a moment. Arjun grabbed her and kissed her. They ended up sleeping together. And Arjun still got married right on time. Time passed slowly after that incident for Nalini. She tried her best to move on from him. Six years later, she got a call from him. He said his marriage didn't work out, and he was divorced. And he never forgot about her. Nilini was happy beyond words, but there was just one problem. She was married and was about to go on her honeymoon. She asked Arjun to visit Goa right away and stay at the hotel where she would go with her husband seven days later on her honeymoon. He listened to her. The day the newlyweds arrived, Animesh, Nilini's husband, caught them in the act. Nalini confessed about everything, Animesh, her husband, felt used and left that day in anger. He probably had something to do with the CCTVs not working. Nirini and Arjun were constantly hooking up since then and Arjun's daughter has been staying in Nirini's room. Nalini was having all these flashbacks standing in that washroom. Her head really hurts and she feels like she has a massive hangover but she has no recollection of drinking. The last thing she could remember was lying on the bed, next to Urjun feeling unusually sleepy. She had been standing in the same spot for a very long time. She opened the washroom door and she couldn't believe her eyes. Urjun's body was hanging from the ceiling fan and his hands were cut off and placed on a pillow on the bed. She ran out of the room into her room. She left the door of her room open. She ran straight to her washroom and started puking and crying. She didn't even notice that Misha was sitting on the bed. Well, that's what Nalini
0: told Inspector Bunsil. Well, it looks like we need to have a chat with your husband. It seems like he is the killer. It couldn't have been anyone else, I'm certain about this.
3: Does that mean we can leave?
0: Yes. But Nalini, you're staying with us. Bunzel turned towards Mariana and Rodrigo. You guys can leave for Mexico. The both of you have been through a lot. I'm sorry you had to be involved in this as well. I know how it feels like. I have lost a daughter too. She was three when I lost her in an accident. I was in another state for duty. I couldn't even hold her for one last time. You can go now. We'll keep in touch with you though.
2: Thanks a lot, sir. We better start packing now then. Vermonos, Rodrigo?
0: They stood up.
1: Gracias, senor, Rodrigo said to inspector Bunsell. Bunsell nodded. Mariana looked at Mr. Singh's daughter for one last time and smiled. And then the Mexican couple left the conference hall and went straight to their room and started packing. They called a cab and went to the Diabolomi airport. The cab ride was long. All Mariana could think about was about the unbelievably exhausting day she had and all Rodrigo could think about was about Mariana's health. The airport was awfully loud, but they were right on time when they boarded the flight, Rodrigo gave Mariana his window seat and sat beside her in the middle seat. Finally after 15 minutes the flight took off, Mariana let out a huge sigh. She has an appointment with a psychiatrist after she lands in Mexico, but she isn't gonna be there. She hasn't been taking her medicines either for a very long time. Mariana had deep-seated psychological issues and her miscarriage boosted everything up. Now that she was 35,000 feet above the ground, flying back to a country, that's her home, and is far, far away from India, she started thinking about Goa. She started thinking about how the cops would arrest that infidel woman's husband. She started remembering about this unforgettable trip she was returning from. The first time she saw Misha, Mr. Singh's daughter, she saw Mr. Singh slap her and push her into Nellie's room. The kids wanted to play. Throughout her stay, she saw something like that or worse happen to that kid. She didn't feel sad, she felt infuriated. She remembers, on her last day, she went down to the room service and flirted with the server and sent him away to bring a water bottle for her from the kitchen, while she emptied her crushed medicines into the curry and stirred it well. The food was going to Mrs. Singh's room. That was before Naveen arrived, of course. She took the bottle when the server came back, then she went back to her room and waited. She remembered waiting for Rodrigo to fall asleep after an hour once he did, she sneaked out with a knife and a rope she had bought from the local market two days ago and opened Mr. Singh's door. It was unlocked. They were too drowsy to even lock it. She entered the room and found Nalini and Mr. Singh lying unconscious on the bed. She carried Nalini into the washroom and banged her head on the door by mistake once and carefully put her in the bathtub. She went back into the room and looked at Mr. Singh. She tied the rope to the ceiling fan and made a knot and hung him by his neck. His unconscious body did not show much movement but the body became lifeless quickly. Mariana felt like she didn't get the satisfaction she needed. She remembered how he used to torture his daughter with his hands. God knows how many times he has hit her. She took the knife and started cutting the hands from the wrist. It took a very long time. There was blood everywhere but it made her happy. She put his hands on the pillow. This man would never be able to hurt another child again. She washed the knife thoroughly to get rid of the prints and she left it by the sink. She did not want to carry the murder weapon with herself. Soon she sneaked out again. Thankfully, Rodrigo was still asleep. She took a shower and sat by the window. Mariana looked out of the window of her hotel room, it was almost dark. The sun was about to set, she could see the ocean from her window. The Star Heart Hotel has an amazing view of the ocean. Mariana was unhinged, but to herself, she was a fucking hero. She snapped out of her memories and looked out of the airplane window. India wasn't even visible anymore. But soon, in a day or two, cops might realise what had actually happened.
2: She turned to Rodrigo and said, Rodrigo? See si, mi amor? We are leaving for another long vacation to a place very far away. As soon as we land, okay?
1: Listening to Unhinged, written by Aubhurunil Nag, performed by Anamrita Nandi, Shrimoy Choudhury, Adriya Ghosh, Bhumik, Anviksha Roy and Abhi. I really hope you liked it. All of us here have worked hard a lot in making this audio story. If you're new to our channel, please subscribe, and if you did like it, please leave some reviews in the comments below. I'll see you in the next video. Bye.